0: All the properties I bought were all off market. There's still a, a tremendous amount. I know a lot of people say there's no deals out there. There are a tremendous amount of deals. But when I came out, you know, you know, the beginning of 22, that's when I really started getting into the, the lending side of things.
1: There are millions of real estate investors out there and most are stuck with just a couple of properties. They want financial freedom, but their small portfolio ends up costing them more in time, effort and money than it's worth. Getting out of the rat race seems harder than ever. This show will help you do more deals, better deals, and bigger deals. Finally, you'll be able to reach your income and lifestyle goals. How? By attracting and leveraging private money partners and their capital. Now get ready to raise more money, because here's your host, Dave Dubow. Hey, folks. Welcome back. Today's Zooming In from Providence, Rhode Island. We've got our today's special guest, Chris Messier. Who is a very accomplished real estate entrepreneur? I mean, he did a bunch of stuff back in the day when he was still working full time in a nuclear power plant. If I'm not mistaken, Chris, that sounds kind of scary, that's for sure. And did some amazing things with buying investment properties. Then he got into burrs and got into doing flips. Got into full time real estate investing not that long ago, 2021. But took massive action doing 15 flips in from January of 2022 to today. And he's also working in managing a private lending business. So welcome to the show, Chris. Great to meet you.
0: Excellent, Dave. Nice to meet you too. Excited to be here. Looking forward to to our time together today.
1: Yeah, me too. So tell me a little bit about what sparked your interest in real estate in the first place way back in 2011.
0: Sure. Yeah, even a little bit before that. So, two thousand eight, uh, I purchased my first home, primary residence. It was through a short sale. Yeah, um, I was, was going to say, I
1: hope, I, I hope you got a good deal on that at that time. That's well. Sure.
0: Yeah, I held it long enough. I did, but <laughs> actually ended. It, but when I when I moved out of there, I rented it and kept it for a bit. But anyhow, yeah, did did all right there. Nice little house on the water with a dock. So not not a bad first first landing spot. But really, you know, I, I've always been very analytical and, you know, I like to research and, and read and, and you know, make, make smart decisions. So just, you know, through that first acquisition, again, for my primary, it being a short sale, you know, got me into, you know, reading, researching, talking with real estate agents. So, you know, shortly after that, really started looking into, okay, you know, how am I going to start getting into investing? Where I live, there was a, a small city or multiple small cities in, in Rhode Island. It's it's the same. You know, you have Warwick and Cranston and
1: Providence. Everything's got to together, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of opportunity, a lot of multis in the area. So I, you know, started reading and researching and, and I landed – back then you know 2010 on the birth strategy so it wasn't really coined the the, you know it wasn't as popular nearly as, as today and that was my first three family I purchased it using hard money went through did the full renovation and refinanced out of it received my capital back and and that was the that was the play back then I said okay I have X amount of money, and if I put it into into a multifamily today, that's a lot of months of rent to get that to return back to me. By doing the, that burst strategy, I was able to recoup my capital on the refinance, and then you know the following year I did another. So yeah, I, I yeah, I've been continuing to chip away and, and grow with that portfolio over the years.
1: So you've still held on to those properties long term. You've got a portfolio of uh, buy and hold properties in addition to the flipping that you do.
0: Yes, yeah, I still have that first multifamily I still own today. Ended up buying the one next door the year after. I actually hadn't sold anything. I got up to about 40 units, not anything you know too tremendous, but you know, I always say I was I was trying to be smart, conservative. Had I known and had most of us known with the crystal ball, what the market was going to do, I would have bought everything I possibly could back back <laughs> then. But anyhow, yeah, so you know that that allowed me, and, and that was all while, like you mentioned in the intro there, while working, you know, a, a high-demand full-time job in the nuclear industry. Mm-hmm. So if you do anything long enough, you get comfortable with it, right? But yeah, so I, I think, you know, it, it allowed me to get in a position where I was, I was able to t- kind of take that leap that you mentioned. It was actually at the end of 21, just coming into 22. So, but a lot of years of experience with, with investing. I, I was also flipping houses, you know, in those early years, did a subdivision, new construction. So quite a bit, a bit of action, you know, over, over the years.
1: Very, very cool. All right. And uh, so it sounds like these days you're more focused on doing flips, and a few other different business activities why did you decide to focus more on flips than buy and hold
0: so i think with the market and kind of getting priced out now to say that is is a bit of a you know not to show weakness right but it's just i had to pick some different avenues so you know all the properties i bought were all off market there's still a a, a tremendous amount i know a lot of people say there's no deals out there there are tremendous amount of deals but when I came out, you know, you know the beginning of twenty two, it's when I really started getting into the the lending side of things. And, and you know private lending and and working, you know partnered with a with a gentleman. and you know we had I've been growing that business. So I think there's also a uh, an agricultural business that I went in on as as an investor and an operator in. So a lot of different irons in the fire, flips, you know they generate good cash flow, right? So it was, it was really it was getting getting that cash and and coming across those opportunities. I would have never thought that I was going to flip three family properties. I said, No, oh, you know, I, I wanna I want to keep growing that portfolio, but you know, the profits that you could make and oh, the, so you're you're flipping were...
1: you're flipping small multifamilies, not just single family homes. You're you're
0: no small mm-hmm. multis as well. And again, it, because it's such a de- demand for them with the prices increasing, the rates increasing, you know, pushed a lot of first time home buyers out of the The single family. So by getting in, you know, the multis in this area became more and more popular. The demand is is higher and we're seeing more folks, you know, move in. So also they're buying. Um, So a lot of first
1: time home buyers are buying a triplex, a three unit property and kind of, you know, well, it's not house hacking anymore if they're living in one unit and renting out the two. But that idea is.
0: It could, idea? Yeah, 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 yeah. You get some some help with the second, third floor rents going towards that mortgage. So, yeah,
1: most definitely. All right, and now, then even with you the, afford- the you started getting into private lending as well. How did that come about, Chris?
0: I partnered with uh, so Kyle Sebeth is is my business partner. He's really high volume real estate agent and broker in Rhode Island, averaging about 500 transactions a year. So, really, really successful guy and and we started talking about you know doing these flips together and at, at that time there was an opportunity in his you know in the lending business to to help grow it put some systems in place and it was, so it was, it was really it was it was good timing for me as i was exiting out of my you know w2 full time job to focus on what what my kind of background and it was on you know the, the project management and understanding what we need to do for you know putting systems in place process in place so that that's really been a a good journey and and a success story
1: so am I? Am I to understand that what he primarily does is he he takes some of his profits from his real estate business and uses that as a private lender, and you're helping him to find projects correct. that make sense for him. Is is that what I'm yeah, understanding? And yeah, and that's
0: how we first—that's how it started. That—that's correct, right. Dave. And so we started there, just you know, private in in-house capital
1: funding was, your flips.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ironically, no, but you know, others and other other people's. But anyhow, so what that that kind of snowballs, right? Because you say, okay, you know, there's only so much capital till you get to the point. Because there's so again, there's a lot of opportunity, and you know, we we found ourselves where we get to the point where you know, all the capital's out now. So yeah. you know, now you're playing the, the one in one out game, and that's that's not a really a fun game when we have you know really you know well seasoned investors uh, coming to the table with excellent deals, you know, strong margins, no brainers you don't want to say no to those. So I started connecting the capital, right? Working with local attorneys, working with local high net worth individuals, raising capital, you know, a bit of on the on the syndication fund hybrid, you know, type of solution there. So I was able to raise, you know, this year, well actually I should say that yeah. So within the last 10 months, 1.6 million. And that 1.6 million has, you know, been deployed. And you know, so everyone's winning in, in that story, the, the investor, the borrower and, and the company. So
1: very good so chris a lot of people watching the show are interested in raising capital sounds like you've hit the ground running done very very well with that in a in a short period of time what have you found has worked best for you for connecting with these high net worth type individuals and getting them enrolled in your in your projects sure
0: I think you know being in the real estate space a lot you know a lot of real estate attorneys you know fit fit that description so if if you're working with if you have an existing relationship with you know real estate law office, you know i would I would start talking you know bringing the conversation there and, and and talking about it there for anybody else, I think again it's it's talking about the opportunity talking I, I've always brought the objections up front or brought the the risks or concerns to the table first so in in my conversation, I'm thinking, OK, if I were you and you're hearing me say that, hey, this is great, I'm going to give you this excellent return on your money and you can't get this anywhere else. It's, you know, well, why? What else could you know what's going on here? Uh, you know, I talk a lot about the process. I talk about, you know, my background, Kyle's background, how, how we can evaluate deals, how we know, you know, whether a deal is a good deal or bad deal. I always say the value in what I do is I'll say no to a loan. We don't have to take every deal. We want to take the good ones. And, and really from there. It's the process and and explaining how it's secured by real estate, how our loan to value starts off in a secure position, you know, how we don't let the borrower get ahead of us with the construction process and how we manage that. So I I think if you can show that you're a good operator, you know, most folks will understand. I I would say, you know, really go in it with transparency and and just be open and be ready to to answer questions. You don't have to have all the answers that day, but the more folks that you talk to, the more comfortable you're going to be.
1: I really love what you said there about showing them addressing the objections up front because I see so many capital raisers just make these presentations that are Instagram perfect. Right? So everything's sunshine right. and flowers. And everybody knows deep down there's gotta be a downside to everything. So really, really smart. That's what we recommend for our clients as well. Is you know, when yeah. when we have a, a mom and pop real estate investor presenting to a potential joint venture partner, hey, yeah, show them what the upside is, show them what the downside is, but also don't leave them hanging with that. Show them what you're going to do to mitigate that should it happen or try to avoid that uh, to the best of your ability to to make them comfortable. But definitely don't hide it. Figure out what the biggest potential objection could be in in somebody's mind and just address that up front because that'll just go so much further to... Boosting up that credibility and that trust factor, right? So people need to know you, like you, and trust you in order to invest in your deals. Now, a question I have for you guys, now that you're kind of scaling things up, if you don't mind kind of dumbing it down for me, how does your private lending business work? So you've got some of your partner's capital, which is kind of as the seed money to fund this. You've gone out mm-hmm. and beat the bushes and, and brought on some high net worth individuals. You've raised another $1.6 Sounds like you're doing some small investor loans. You're doing some bigger syndication type stuff. What what does it kind of look like? And does the money just kind of come in, go into a pool, or is it assigned to specific deals? How, if, if you don't mind. Sure. So there's,
0: so there's two different businesses currently. Yeah. Red Balloon Capital, which is, is the one that, that we started with. And we're launching Limitless Capital. So Limitless Capital will have the fund structure, SEC, you know, registered state filings complete, PPM. So in that, I'll really be able to, to truly have the, the fund structure. To date, I've been doing it more, you know. So, and the reason for that is one of those objections, and I, I'll i go back to it a little bit. You you have to believe in what you're saying, right? And, and really, you're not trying to sell something that is going to hurt someone you, you if it's your – you know, your relative or anybody else. Mm-hmm. So to me, I see val I've always seen value in the fund structure. Where as the investor, you know, that's putting the capital in, if I say, Hey, you know, that money is going to 123 Main Street, all your eggs are in that basket. If that, if that investor doesn't do what he's supposed to do, you know, really the, the money is at risk. Or if you think you're going to get it back in 12 months and he doesn't finish the project. So, I, you know, that now, Hey, I, I can't make my commitment back, but, you know, I'm blaming the other guy. So the, the reason for launching limitless capital and having this, this fund structure is to truly, you know, be able to, to raise capital, capital in, in that. You know, through in, that into fund. Well, yeah, I what guess I'm doing frozen, currently. Pros
1: to- and cons to everything, right? Because the the other side of the coin, if I understand correctly, to having their capital invested in one specific deal is you've kind of got the most, if not all, of that loan, and therefore you've got a lot more kind of control there, and potentially maybe higher returns. But if you're in, within a fund, yes, you you spread out the risk. But you tend to kind of lower the overall returns. Would that be kind of the the payoff and the the pros and the cons there? Or what what's yeah, your take th- on that,
0: Chris? Th- that's accurate. Yes, yeah. you know, not it's, it's a little bit of two different types of folks too. The people that just want you know the I would say maybe the lower risk, the, the much more passive. And and to answer your previous question, what I'm doing currently and what I've done in Red Balloon is that investor, the high net worth individual, their name, they're they're getting the mortgage written in their name. You know, so they're they're co lending in, in a way, right? So we we service the loan, we manage the the client relationship, but they're secured because they actually have the, they have the note. So okay. you know, in that in that sense, you know, we're seen as a bit, a bit of a broker. I've gotten creative recently, where I, I, and I think it works well for folks, for us to kind of spread out our our in house capital. I've even been offering investors much lower LTV. So I'll say, you know, go in at seventy. I'll give you first position and I'll take a second position for the construction. And, you know, that might be a little bit aggressive, but it works well. So now that person is really secured. And then they're not, they don't have to worry about, you know, the borrower asking for that next construction draw. And what that does is it allows me to still have that, you know, forward face to the, the client as well. So even though
1: you've got a very invest, vested interest in the project.
0: Right and even right exactly and then even though we connected and, and kind of you know brokered that particular deal we still maintain that client relationship after the closing when they need their draw we go up you know it's us going out for the inspection it's, it, it mm-hmm. we are dispersing the funds so yeah I think it's a, it's a really good model yeah for for the time being yeah.
1: yeah no that that makes a lot of sense and and it's way beyond the scope of this conversation but I would imagine that setting up a fund I've never done it myself but. I know a few people who have. I would imagine that's quite the process, and quite the expense, and quite the legal and security paperwork jungle that you have to make your way yes. make your way through.
0: <laughs> yes, so absolutely, and and I, so I've I've uh, I pretty much DIY you know everything as, you know, as much as you can. From, I would I, from my young years and uh, figuring out, you know, all of the real estate investing that I've done to date, uh, you know, me being the guy on the property doing, you know, a lot of the hands-on work. But when it came to this fund, I so I I reached out for help. Yeah. I, I brought in a, a consultant and a firm that this is what they specialize in. It it, it really isn't something I that I think you want to try to figure out how to do. I think there's there's a lot of loose ends that that could get you snagged up.
1: Yeah, most definitely.
0: That's just my, my opinion. I'm sure folks have done it and can do it successfully.
1: I don't know anybody that's done it by themselves without getting significant help from from somebody who knows what they're doing, for sure. Awesome, sure. Chris. Well, this this has been a lot of fun. Thank you for sharing your your journey and your experience. And if people would like to connect with you or find out more about your business, what should they do?
0: Sure. So email at... It's Chris at limitless.capital and or a phone call. I'm, I'm happy to share my number. Anyone can call, call me anytime. You know, talk more, shoot me a text. It's 508-821-0016.
1: Fantastic, Chris. Well, hey, good job on everything that you've done. Good job on transitioning out of that W-2 and and yep. becoming a uh, a real estate entrepreneur on, on multiple fronts from the active doing the flips and the the passive side, having your own portfolio and now the private lending side, you, you're kind of covering all the bases. Good job.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Now, it's still, sure. still a lot of work to go and, and a lot of years to keep growing and, and scale. Scale is the name of the game at this, this point. So.
1: Exactly. Thank you. All right, again, everybody. Yeah. Take care. And we'll talk to you on the next episode. This episode is brought to you by moneypartnerformula.com. Our Money Partner Formula service allows you to raise all the private capital you need to do all the deals you want while we handle the hard stuff. We offer reliable and affordable done-for-you marketing services that get you investor meetings booked without all the work. So go ahead and check out the website right now, and then feel free to schedule a call with me, and let's take your portfolio to the next level. Again, that's moneypartnerformula.com watch investment Meetings pop up in your calendar. We handle the rest.